Good morning, Mo, and thank you for having me, and good morning to all your listeners. So um, let's talk about where these paths meet and where the differences are, particularly with cryptocurrency and these forex guys um, and, and the scams that, that play out. Just paint a picture of what happens. I think what's very important for everybody to note is that, you know, just like with any other institution that we deal with, when something is very new, there's a lot of pitfalls, a lot of risks involved, there's a lot of new ways of doing things. So the cryptocurrency industry, as well as the forex industry, is quite new and booming in Africa. And what we find is that a lot of people are misguided, but we also find there's a lot of criminals and opportunists that are taking advantage of the fact that people don't have the right information. So I think a good basis to understand that, yes, these industries are real, but you need to go about getting involved in these industries in the correct way and understanding how they function, both the forex and the cryptocurrency industry. I mean, how does it work and how, how are people scammed? I think maybe that's another thing. So the most popular scam we see in South Africa is something we call the Luno scam, where people send you through an SMS to verify your account details on Luno, and you go into that link, and actually what you're going into is a copied website where they get your login details, and there afterwards they're able to log in and withdraw your cryptocurrency. Another popular way that we see is when people send through their funds to an individual who's promising them something, who sets up a fake website, and through that website they've got pictures of people testifying, etc. And the individual then sends through the funds to that website only to find out that it's not actually real. So one of the, the, the first things I always say is whenever you're dealing with a company, especially when you're dealing with finances, number one, always make sure you understand and you've researched where the company is registered and you know the registration details. In South Africa, it's very simple for you to go on the CICP website and see exactly who the company is registered under and follow up that that's actually legitimate. Because we have heard lots of scams where, for example, someone would set up a, a website in the name of Patrice Matipa and say, Patrice Matipa is now doing Bitcoin, mm-hmm. get involved. And people then go forth and deposit their funds without ever verifying who's the owner of the company and is it actually legitimate. And that's the first thing, to verify who are these owners of these companies and are these companies actually legitimate. Number two, and very important, is to note that the Internet has now become a very dangerous place because people are now able to make something that's not real look like it's real. They're able to take a video of somebody speaking, edit it, and change the wording, edit it and suit what they want to suit. So it's very important that we don't only believe what's on the Internet, we do our research, and beyond the research, we meet with a physical person who we can actually see to verify that all that is correct, and lastly, actually go to an office and speak to somebody. I think the biggest problem that we've got is a lot of the times these scams are happening over WhatsApp. Mm. They're happening over Facebook Messenger, where people never speak to somebody, where they just believe a social media profile and they lose their money because that's the biggest risk within this post-industrial revolution, that people are able to create a make-believe lifestyle, posting fake cars, posting fake lifestyles, and presenting fake lifestyles on social media platforms as well as the Internet. Um, Paul, it's Melanie here. Um, what well, I no. wanted to, I'm good, thank you. Uh, what I wanted to know was, I mean, I guess it's the thing that was attractive about cryptocurrency in the first place, in the sense that it wasn't regulated by the the banking sector or by governments or by etc. Is also its biggest downfall because I think is that not how people get scammed, you know, in terms of cryptocurrency because there's no one to go back to. 
Yeah, very true, Melanie. There's no one to go back to. And also, remember, once a transaction is gone, it's anonymous. But it's downfall and it's got its upside as well. Its mm. downfall is that, yes, people without the right knowledge are very privy to those scams. But also its upfall is that the cryptocurrency industry has always tried to be devoid of the current banking system mm. because they see problems within the banking system. Mm. Here's a tweet from uh, Stephen R. Mukhapi, and I'm not sure how much uh, of this you can give an answer to. So he says, um, I came across um, Daily Earners 247, where they made, where they promised you that you can make profits in seven days. Is this legit? Or oh, I don't want to lose money, please help. So if somebody comes and says, uh, you can make profits in seven days, is, is that the sign? Is that another red flag or what? So that's another red flag. That's also another one of those scams. So I think what's very important that everybody should note is that most of these scams, how they operate, is that they quickly go for quick returns with no responsibility. Mm. So they'll say things like, um, you'll do nothing, you just deposit your money to somebody else, mm. and then they'll send you their profits back. Mm-hmm. And what usually happens is when it's time for them to send you the so-called profits, they'll say you've got to pay tax, you've got to pay an admin fee, <laughs> and they just keep on dragging on and sucking more money yeah. out of clients. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's very important that everybody should know that any legitimate company will want you to have your own account with your own account details. It will never be somebody else's account details that you're sending to. And also important to note is that if any company is willing to work or function in any country, they should apply with those regulations. Mm. A lot of times you find that many of these companies are registered with very dodgy institutions or very dodgy systems that have no accountability within them. So that one specifically, I do know about it. It is a very popular scam. It is a scam, stay away. In this industry, there seems to be a lot of smoke and mirrors. Also, you know, never judge a book by its cover because if you look at this case that happened, I think it was last year where the Amir uh, and Rahiz Keiji, they had a cryptocurrency business called Africa, uh, was it Afri uh, Crypt? And they had an investment of around 50 billion rand, which they made off with. Uh, nobody could find them. How does somebody... I mean, they worked out a big portfolio and they looked like they were living the lifestyle as well, luxury cars and traveling abroad and posting this. A lot of people think, wow, I also want to be a part of that, only to find out. And and even though they had offices in Rosebank and, and it looked all above and legit, how do we make sure and who do we contact to make sure that this is above board and that our money is invested into a system where it is accountable for? I think one of the, the, the beautiful things that we know about today's day and age is that we live in a world of transparency, right? And I think one of the biggest problems that we've got is that many people don't ask these companies to be very transparent. One of the things that you need to look in what bank account is this money kept and is it registered in a company name? Hmm. Because we understand that in those cases, if the money sits in a company bank account, it is some sort of accountability when it comes to the money moving. With many of the investors, you find that they invest and they never know what bank the money sits in, and they never really verify to check if the money really there. So I think that that, that falls in one of the biggest problems that we've actually seen, that many of these companies that do go bust, you find that the money sat in an individual's account, and the individual got to a point where they just ran away with the money because that's where the money, all the money that was coming in was just sitting in their account. I mean, mm. human beings are in somewhat greedy. Of course. I think it's yeah. very important to check 
is the money actually sitting in the bank account? And it's very simple because with every bank, they are willing to verify before you transact to the business that, yes, this business does hold a bank account, and yes, these funds will be going to the specific bank account. I think another very important thing that we all miss out on is getting the right knowledge. This is the fourth industrial revolution. Everything is new to everybody. Mm. So even governments are trying to understand this. Mm. The policing system is trying to understand this. Mm. Mm. Institutions, universities, schools. So it's new to every single person. Mm. Mm. So what I always emphasize is make sure you get the right knowledge from these systems. Because there's a lot of systems. There's a lot of money to be made. There's everybody who is making a lot of money within this industrial revolution. But it's important that we all become knowledgeable and we all understand how it works. And all it takes, my advice is that all it takes is just 15 minutes of reading every single night. Yeah. 15 minutes of reputable reading. There mm. are books out there. I've published a book myself on Bitcoin that educates people on how they can get involved. And just get yourself the right knowledge on this uh, a fourth industrial revolution so that you don't fall within these scams and these pitfalls. Yeah, and I think ultimately as well, Mpo, it's also about saying that um, not all Bitcoin and not all Forex is illegal. And I think you correctly put that uh, understanding and knowing the differences and, and looking out for those red flags is absolutely important. If anybody wants to maybe reach out to you and maybe engage you or, or whatever platform, how do we find you? Um, so you were cut there for a moment, no, but I am available on my website, www.mpod.com. Mm. I am also available on Facebook. My Facebook is verified. It's umpodagada. My Instagram as well, it's umpodagada with four underscores. And on Twitter as well, I am available. And I do host three Zooms where we discuss these technological uh, advancements and we also educate on how people can stay away from the wrong things and actually get involved with the correct things and how they can get involved in this post-industrial revolution technology. All right, Mpo, thank you so much for your time. And uh, it's, it's a fascinating world.